Hello and welcome everyone to episode 15 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Ah, doing pretty good. Um, one thing I actually wanted to point out that's uh, not at all relevant to the show, but since it's now March here we're, um, when we're recording this, I've officially hit five years in the business as a as a manga letterer. Holy crap, I so, didn't realize it was that long. I, I saw the uh, the Twitter post that you made that uh, claimed yeah. that, but I, I, man, five years. What was the yeah. first thing you worked on, if you don't mind me asking? It's a manga called... <laughs> get ready for this mouthful. Oh, it's boy. Um, Akashic Records of Bastard Magic Instructor, which some folks might remember because it had an anime that also aired in like spring 2017. It is an adaptation of a light novel. It's kind of like a... That is a light novel t- title. <laughs> yeah, it is a very light novel title. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like a you know a guy c- kind of becoming a teacher at a at a magic school, and he's super lazy but also super cool. It had like one season of anime. The manga just finished in J- Japan a couple months ago. The we're about to finish the English release. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's it's crazy that my first project has still lasted five five years basically yeah i mean uh, imagine so if you'd started with one piece <laughs> you'd still oh be my going. god it'd be like i'm still going yep, <laughs> yep I'm, I'm still here i'm still in the industry still doing getting all this done and uh that's yeah. uh, that's certainly an experience honestly it sounds like uh fantasy great teacher on izuka i've never watched that one but i've it's mm-hmm. i know the premise and it's, i i kind of, sort of yeah, <laughs> I think there's, there's a flavor. There's a little bit of a flavor of that to it. It's 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 fun. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to complain about it. It, it. It's it's easy to work on. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I it, it may, might not have a lot of the big action sequences or stuff that requires mm-hmm. like the big text bubbles or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's good. But yeah, congrats on five years. I mean, I don't know how long you plan to stay in the industry, but uh, here's the five Neither years do I. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what maybe, you'll be doing maybe. next? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, I'm excited. That's it's cool. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 great to see you really getting out there talking about the translation things, being on a guest on other podcasts, and really kind of bringing light to that side of the industry. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I enjoy doing. With any luck. I mean, <laughs> at the rate we're going, we're probably going to be doing this for five years. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> so there is that. But yeah. uh, with that said, we should probably go ahead and get over to Chapter 71, Lords of All Creation. And, well, before we actually get into the chapter itself, we do have the newest buggy. And uh, I love the insanity of this. I know. Those, those uh, poor cannibals, the hunger got the best of them and they untied the yeah. le- limbs. And apparently it's just within range for Buggy that he can start uh-huh. using his other limbs to just beat the crap out of these guys. <laughs> this is one of those cover stories where you just look at it and go, like, you think to yourself, like, what is happening? <laughs> Imagine if this was your first chapter. Like, you picked up Shonen yeah. Jump for the first time. You're all excited reading through the stories and you get to this one and you're like, why what <laughs> what yeah. yeah that's completely insane i love it <laughs> i like i i do love how you can see the pirates being spilled out of the soup in the background as well yeah <laughs> just them constantly were, freaking out they were so close yep <laughs> it's, it's utterly ridiculous and i it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we'll see how that goes because spoilers and hey this is spoilers for you if you you should have read all these we finished Buggy's side story in this set of chapters. Yeah. That's I forgot we were getting to the end. Yeah. 
that's that's almost even more crazy than everything else. Well, almost <laughs> yeah. because uh, almost yeah, as we'll see. Because we get back to the the main story, and of course we got to have Usopp freak out that he's actually in Nami's house, and we get a little bit of lore from Nojiko yeah. here, where her and Nami were orphans. They grew up together in the house, but the one who raised them died some time ago. It, it's one of those things where it's like, what? How could that be? Then why would mm-hmm. Nami join Arlong and? Tyrannize or tyrannize? I actually was having trouble with that when I was reading it. I think tyrannize. I'm not sure either. Yeah. And, you know, Usopp's just like, can't believe it. How could she do that to her own people? And Nojiko's just sort of matter of fact. Yeah, I I do love throughout this whole conversation, really. She's so matter of fact about everything. And, you know, Usopp's the one, you know, like kind of getting his his worldview rocked right now. And, you know, she just just like, yeah, whatever. But I do like... It's not just freaking out for the sake of freaking out. I do like that they pull in Usopp's past with her. Yes. She was, you know, the fact that she was fooling us the whole time only after our treasure. And it makes my blood boil because she did fight to protect his village and was so friendly. I like the little like, huh, she was friendly. Yeah. Oh, well, then uh, Usopp seems a little like he's jumping back and forth between emotions, and Nojiko's like, "So, are, are you going to attack Arlong or not?" Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, what, what, "What is your what is your plan here?" I I, I really don't know. <laughs> Usopp is kind of true to true to himself. Is like, "What is what is his plan?" Well, he wants to going marry. Yeah, kind of get out there, and I I do like this. I appreciate this little map here about what the layout of this island is oh we'll be seeing a lot of these <laughs> oh yeah it, it's they're really useful because we can see goza village which was terrorized and flipped upside down then we have coco yep. village where usap was and they saw it docked and then there's arlong mm-hmm. park just beyond that that's that's yep handy it's even more straightforward than than i remembered like this entire story basically takes place in a straight line yeah pretty much it's a little yeah. easier to keep track of where everything is after yeah. the Baratier. And I, I did get a few comments about, like, you pronounce it weird. I, I can't help it. For whatever reason, I always called it the Barati, and I uh, There will be plenty of those, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. I, I like the little bit of layout that we got. Yeah. And uh, I, I also, at this point, I think Usopp's nose is kind of finalized. <laughs> at least the, what, oh, I, what yeah. I'm familiar with. <laughs> I completely missed that the first time. He, he, like He's like pointing his finger on his nose and it's like curving up (laughs) there's sort of oda plays with usopp's nose and how bendy it is in the same way that dragon ball plays with krillin the fact that he has no nose yeah (laughs) (laughs) of course we also get the realization it's like well get the going merry and get out of here it's like oh oh you mean that one (laughs) yeah it's like huh we gotta yeah there it is that that was easy Uh, but also like oh crap they have Zoro. Yeah, we forgot about Zoro. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the line. He was already half dead. I only hope he didn't provoke them into making him all dead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the Planet of the Apes reference with the you darn yeah, dirty half fish. That's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that is a little weird. All right, weird. sure. Sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> and I can't decide whether that picture of Arlong on the next mm-hmm. page, or the next panel, is... As threatening as it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't quite have the... Again, for whatever reason, the looks from, from Kuro are still my high yeah. watermark as far as threatening That's villains. That's true. And I don't think Arlong this does have some that. good faces. I don't know if I would... I, I don't know if this is one of them, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's attempting to be one of them. And he, you're right, he mm-hmm. does have mm-hmm. some good faces, but this one doesn't quite work. 
it is important here to establish the the amount of superiority that he feels over humans. Oh yeah, you know he, he's, yeah, he's he thinks that they are the next step in in evolution. Yeah, I also like that we get a some backstory on that evolution where we fishmen are evolved humans who have developed the ability to breathe on to breathe seawater. Our fish-like mm-hmm. powers make us superior. So they didn't evolve from fish. They evolved from humans, which... Well, on the next page, Nami calls it a, th- a stupid theory. So I'm not actually sure how true it is, if he's just, like, blustering or if that actually happens. Yeah, I, I do like that they leave it a little up in the That's air. a little ambiguous. Yeah, I, I don't I don't even think we know even now. Like, they're, they're, just, it's like many things in the world of One Piece, you just roll with it. Fair enough. It's like, hey, we have fishmen. They might have evolved from fish. They might have evolved from men. We don't know. They're just sort of in there. <laughs> we, we're working off water world rules here. We're, sure, they, we got fishmen because of the, the shape of the world. And there is a lot yeah, of water in this world, so. Yeah, it would make sense if any world would have fish people who would be the one with a lot of water in it. That's for sure. I love that sense of superiority from Arlong. And I also love where anytime he sits, his knees are just so far up his body. Yeah, he's huge. God. I, I love when we, well, we'll see it later, but when you see him finally fully standing up, like he's sitting down and Nami's still only as tall as him. But I yeah, also love yeah. that she's just not intimidated by him. The, the big takeaway I had from this batch of chapters is that like Nami's facial expressions are like just on point. Yeah. Like you, you you feel that sort of like cold intensity from from all of her emotions and actions in this uh in this set of chapters. I think this is all the, also the first time she got a doom. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, this is when we get to see the 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 importance of Nami to the Arlong crew. She's their esteemed mm. surveyor surveyor and makes excellent maps. Yep. Zoro's just sort of like, "Oh, you're in league with them?" Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's he's <laughs> learning all of this. I do love how we're sort of getting we're getting Zoro and Usopp kind of learning about the situation from completely different perspectives. It, it, it's definitely different having Nami directly there in front of him. And mm-hmm. Zoro likes to play with that as, as we go along. Oh, yeah. He's 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 along for the ride. Uh-huh. I, 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 he is fantastic in these chapters. I'll be honest. Uh, yes. <laughs> it, it's cool to see him back in the limelight after kind of having to take a step back from the Baratier. Yeah. Yeah. I love that line. So this is the real you. That's right. Surprised. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, just the just the intense shading on both of them in that exchange between Zoro and Nami. Mm hmm. But all it takes is a line from Arlong, the, the, you know, the fact that she, that one forgave the death, even forgave the death of a parent for money. She's our cold-blooded mm-hmm. blooded witch. And just that quick facial expression. She's not happy. It's, like, it's just like, that one hurts. I don't think I've seen her make a face like that. No. Uh, in, in the entire manga up to this point. Like, that's just, you, you can tell there's something about that that hit. Oh, and I mean, I feel you. If you're if you've been paying attention, you can probably kind of piece it together by this point. Where even Nojiko said that, like, yeah, hey, we the person who raised us is dead. Yeah, I I, I forgot how many clues they gave to the to her what happened in the past in these chapters. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but they they work and God, just that little eyebrow up exclamation from Zoro. Is yeah, Zoro like, see yeah he sees it. <laughs> uh huh. It's like okay. That, that's that enough. I, it's like yeah. it's almost like he gets it. It's like he almost feels like he plays along, or at least I guess he wants to do a test. It's like I see. Well, I never trusted her anyway. Wouldn't surprise me if she's a murderer too. I knew she was no good from the moment we met. Mm-hmm. She's just like 
well, scram, you're an eyesore. And he jumps into the water while still tied <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. It just, yeah, he's, he's tied. He's been tied up this whole scene and he just, just like leaps back into the pool behind him. Just like, okay, I'm going to drown now. <laughs> yep. It's like arms aren't free. Legs aren't free. I'm going in the water. And yep. this immediately freaks him out. Yeah. It freaks out the fish. And yeah, <laughs> she, 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 she goes white. Arlong's like, well, just let him drown. And, Yep. She jumps in to save him. Yeah. She's like, what was what was he thinking? And he's just like, what were you thinking? What kind of cold-blooded yeah. witch woman can't stand to see a man drown? He's <laughs> <laughs> pushing her buttons. Oh, yeah. Freaking, freaking Zorro, man. <laughs> he's he's just immediately got her figured out. It's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's not as ruthless as she wants to be seen as. And yeah, mm-hmm. she'll she'll kick him and beat on him doing all yeah. this i love that she's like what's with all those bandages and so i was like i ran out of clean laundry <laughs> <laughs> just punches him oh man uh, Nami has still enough of a command like well just throw yep. him what, what should we do with him just throw him in jail i'll deal with him yeah so it's it's again the character interaction here is so strong very strong yeah and that's when they, uh, that person, that fish man who was chasing Usopp uh, appears and like the one with the long nose got away. I think he fled the Coco Village. <laughs> it's like, well, I got a village there anyway, so uh, let's go see what we find. And uh, mm-hmm. Arlong's crew is heads out to the village. And uh, that's when we meet Mr. Gen, who mm-hmm. they saw his weapon. Mm-hmm. And we just get that shadow, that, t- that page turn where we see just how tall Arlong is. Yeah, oh my god. That's intimidating. That like yeah, just, just a black shadow hovering over this man with a pinwheel in his hat. <laughs> yeah. It, it's such a Ginzo it, it, has such a fun character design. You you can just tell that this is a guy who's just been through some stuff. Like he's he's covered in stitches, got like a kind of a like a naval uniform almost and he just has a little little cute little pinwheel on his hat like yeah, I, I, I honestly, yeah. I, I was so drawn in by the stitches that I completely mm-hmm. missed the pinwheel. And his response, like, he, he is not scared of Arlong one bit. You know, Arlong's like, there's somebody here with a weapon. Uh, and, you know, he's, Genzo's just calmly like, eh. You yeah. know, I've always liked looking at weapons. Yeah, that's me. That's that's whatever. And Arlong's just <laughs> my hobby. doing his whole thing. It's like, no, weapons give birth to wicked thoughts and violence. We can't threaten mm-hmm. the peace. That's no good. Yeah. <laughs> and of course <laughs> I love love Usopp's reaction to Arlong yeah. because yeah. not only is he freaking out it's like he's that's Arlong he's huge and you see <laughs> him hiding behind the the, the, the wall and he's, he's literally levitating. horizontal yeah <laughs> he is levitating in fear yep he is that freaked out oh that's probably one of my best my favorite visual gags we've seen because they don't yeah. draw attention to it whatsoever it's mm-hmm. just there but i do i do love um we, we get the full unshaded view at like the size difference between Arlong and genzo here mm-hmm. like like because genzo is here like standing under under like a little tree and like Arlong is standing up and has his hand on like the top of the tree or, or like the canopy oh, yeah. or whatever it is yeah on the canopy yeah <laughs> it just the, uh, the the shot it just and all of the fishmen in general like they're oh, yeah. all huge arlong's definitely That's the a, biggest but they're all yeah. comparable yeah so just like you really 
just in comparison to this tiny, feeble little old man. It's one of the times, especially looking at this shot, where we've seen pirate crews before. And we've mm-hmm. seen how generally what they kind of look like in the background characters. But for the fishmen, they're all kind of intimidating. This is the first time yeah. it's like we've seen a crew that truly seems intimidating. Like, okay, this might be a problem type thing. Yeah. I think one difference for sure is that all of the other pirate crews so far have had like super gimmicky henchmen. Mm-hmm. And that isn't that isn't to say that the Arlong pirates don't have their gimmick characters, but like they're all intimidating and then also have a gimmick. Like, yeah, the, the gimmick sort of the inti- is the fishmen, and that's enough yeah, to make yeah. their designs stand out. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Just, but they all still feel threatening, even if they can be silly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, the, we have a dif- such a difference here. Like it's it's fun to compare this with Baratier because we were so yeah. like into Baratier when it first started. Like you know, crazy thing happening after a crazy thing happening. This one seems more purposeful in its plotting. Like yeah, you know, it's not as insane 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 things crossing over just who knows what's going on it's just pure chaos this is all these little pieces getting put into place yeah we have a puzzle this time and the villain straight in the center like the star of this show is Arlong Arlong. it's it's not like before where Gein was the kind of the star here even though yeah he's kind of understated yeah where Krieg was the sort of the muscle and and whatnot but Mm -hmm. Man, as we'll get through it, Arlong is something else. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. We've been talking about this for a while, but you know, this this page is where we finally get established that like he destroyed Gosa Village as an example, and that like all of the villages have to pay tribute to him. Yeah. So that like like give me money so I don't like flip your entire village upside down. <laughs> Pretty much. And there's twenty towns and villages under that kind of protection. So yeah, again, yeah. Fishman Mafia. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Nojiko even says on the next page, like, if even one person can't pay, like, we'll be crushed. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know how they're supposed to make this money, but I, may, I forget if they go into that or not later on. But, oh, that is that is rough. This is just inherently a, like a way darker situation. Like, this is a poor island, like, under occupation. Just the, yeah, under occupation. It's under the tyranny of, of a Yakuza. Yakuza boss. Yeah, and there's literally nothing they can do. They are literally not strong enough to handle this guy. That is an overwhelming mm-hmm. sense of power that we have just not seen from yep. any yep. individual person up to this point. And it's just pure greed that yeah. that fuels Arlong, and he just wants to use this money to create an Arlong empire that rules the East Blue, which, mm. considering what we've heard of the East Blue... Yeah, he could do it. He could absolutely yeah, I mean, do it. I, I feel like he could take it over, but then it would sort of also be like, well, so what? Like you, you displayed your by a show of force, you took over the the weakest part of the ocean. I I, I guess that's one step. It's I guess it's like his step one. Basically, yeah, it, it's to, likely to a step more one. power. Yeah, he doesn't seem satisfied with that. He want he definitely oh, yeah, want to just establish sure. total fishman yeah. superiority. Yeah, you definitely get the the vibe that he's the kind of character who just he just wants power and wants to completely show his superiority. Yeah, and money is power to him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's we get his goals and we get Nami actually setting mm-hmm. Zoro free, and that's yeah. how it en- that's how the chapter ends. <sighs> we just spent over twenty five minutes on the first chapter. <laughs> well, all right, we had a little stop there in the middle, but yeah. oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. So I still. 
I'd say about 20 minutes or so, something around there. It's just it's still longer than average. Yeah, definitely. It it just shows how much there is to talk about here because yeah, it's it's as we said, it's so different from the Baratier, but compelling in its own way. Yeah. And well, let's just go ahead and jump over to chapter 72, proper living, where we get to see the mysterious figures in the east. <laughs> the crew up some, all happy yep. and celebrating the uh, four well the three great members and this mis- mystery yeah. woman in in on top of the mountain i love the guy with his jaw open on on the right where he's just pointing at the mountain it, it reminds me of the, the the like four couch guys meme yeah a little bit all. like that and, and richie almost like the damsel in distress is like they're here the rescue me here. they saved us oh <laughs> uh, it is <laughs> It has been a long build-up. It has been a very long build-up. Part 25. It's funny to see it finally working out for Buggy. (laughs) Good old Buggy. After so long. Oh, he's been through so much. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. (laughs) Begin the chapter proper with uh, Usopp reacting to the fact that Arlong wants an entire empire. We get uh, some more interesting dialogue here. It's like Usopp immediately thinks... Well, what, I'm in the East Blue. What will happen to my village? Yeah. And Nuchiko's like, well, only the gods know, and all we can do is during silence for now. That's what she's been doing mm-hmm. <laughs> for uh, eight eight long years, basically. Yeah. And uh, you feel it. Like, Nuchiko's just sort of... I feel like she, of all people, have has accepted her fate. Yeah. She, she is completely resigned to this, although she does finally freak out mm-hmm. when she sees Genzo getting picked up like that that tree uh, whatever thing that gets knocked over by Arlong and he just picks up Genzo is like well to prevent any future rebellions we're going to kill you as an example and Oof. that definitely strikes Nojiko where she steps in is like you know yep. hey how dare you eight years we've never failed to pay our tribute do you think we ha- do you really think we have any rebellious intentions and oh, now now we're getting into the good Arlong faces He's, yeah. he's just oh, arguing yeah. with her. It's like, why does he need weapons if not to fight us? This man has to die or yep. perhaps the entire village should disappear. And that, ooh, that face, that's, that's a, a good face. <laughs> Chills. Yeah. Now yeah. now we're talking the teeth bare, the, the, the way the lining is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, he's right. It's like he lays it right out there. If any of you lays a hand on any of us, this village is a graveyard. And Genzo knows it too. It's like, nope, go to your homes, all of you. If violence breaks out, everything we've done for the eight years to endure is for nothing. Apparently, they even tried to fight him once before, and Mm -hmm. it was all in vain. So, yeah, there's some sort of vow that they made where they will fight by enduring and by living. In hindsight, I think it was really important that when everybody got to Arlong Park initially, the first thing that they saw was all of the houses turned upside down. Mm -hmm. Because I think it is... Like you as the reader at this point understand the kind of power that Arlong is packing and the kind of the kind of threat that he uh, is established as. So we we know like w- when he says maybe the whole village should disappear, like without a doubt, you know, you know that, that is something that he's capable of. Oh yeah, that is not a bluff. Like that is something that he can do and has done. Yeah, it is. It is not an empty threat or anything like that. It is a just pure possibility this will happen if they make any kind of mistake and it's it's tense it's tense like you don't want to see this genzo to die there seems to be no way out of it yeah and 
use, kind of uses Genzo as this example, like shoving him yeah, his face into a him. pole. Oh, yeah. know your place. He knows that resistance is futile, and all creatures are not built equal. And we get his wah ha ha ha. What a way to have like a like a villain speech while just like actively beating the crap out of an old man. Mm-hmm. Kind of goading them into like some of yeah. them into fighting him. And yeah, exactly. Genzo again. It's like do not <laughs> fight him. <laughs> Whatever you do, basically just asking for any kind of mercy. Because mm-hmm. he never used the weapon, but it's like Genzo's like, no, no matter. Even if I die, do not fight them. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you die, they win. Like he's he is sticking to his guns despite just getting smashed to a bloody pulp. Oh yeah, it, it is certain death. Like the way Arlong's winding up, winding him up. He's basically sending him head first into the ground. Basically, gonna yep. just smash his brains in yeah. that way. Until out of nowhere, we get the exploding star from, well, my boy. Yeah. Usopp. (laughs) Usopp stepping in against this big bad. Yep. Just unbelievable. (laughs) Like the the coward steps in and and does all this. Well, it, it, it's one part cool seeing him like pose on the roof. Well, like you, you see him from a like shot from above posing uh-huh. on the roof, and then on the next page you, you can see like his legs are shaking. <laughs> yeah. he's like, "I'm the fear- fearless warrior of the seas, Captain Usopp," and he's just like, <laughs> his uh, his words are not matching his body language. <laughs> no, and he, of course he's throwing out his eight thousand hardened killers behind him. And (laughs) unfortunately for him, it's not that Arlong is fooled by this or knows that it's a lie. It's, I don't care. You could have (laughs) 80,000 and I will paper my wall with their hides. (laughs) He's just a human and he dared to attack me. Like that rage. That's another good Arlong face. (laughs) Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it is. And then we see how these houses got flipped because that's exactly what Arlong does. And Yeah, he just picks it up yep <laughs> and i oh my, I love usopp's just ah <laughs> it's like oh crap this was a mistake this was a bad idea the men yeah. actually have to calm him down the other fishmen because yeah that's surprising to me that they were like hey whoa whoa like it's like hey we already got lost one village there's no profit in this we gotta we we can't lose our more tributes and he's like well find new villages we are yeah. the master race like who there's some connotation behind that yeah along has a temper Oh yes, he does. And <laughs> you, you, I, I don't know who Nojiko is calling a jerk, Usopp or or Arlong at this point. <laughs> yeah. Really, it could be either. <laughs> I do find it funny. I mean, we, we spent like two whole pages of Genza being like, "Don't attack them," and then mm-hmm. Usopp's like, "I'm attack him. I'm gonna attack him," which only kind of works because he's not part he of the village. Yeah. yeah, and you can see how how much. Usopp is clinging on. You can see his scratch, the fingernail scratches in the building Scratchy. from him. Yeah. Which, ooh. And if it wasn't played for comedy, it'd be brutal yeah. to see that. This is both hilarious and horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is. Which is kind of Usopp's thing. Yeah. And yeah. he manages to run away to survive the house being flipped. And Arlong's <laughs> just like, catch him, beat him to a pulp. And then the rest of the fishmen have to, like, three other fishmen have to drag him away. <laughs> yeah. I, I there's something about that this is it's entirely an aspect of Arlong's character that I forgot about was his his temper and that his crew 
have to actively like drag him away from the fight. Like a, a sort of, I, I sort of love that. Mm-hmm. He is just unhinged if his yeah. rage is brought I, I guess up that much. It, it it sort of puts them at a step above mindless goons, I guess. It or, does. Like, his, his crew still has like they have their eyes on the prize, and you know Arlong is quick to just like you know no, I'm gonna kill him. Every captain we've seen up to this point is basically. The captain is basically the crew. They are they they're yeah. the only ones that matter. And here, even these low level grunts in the grand scheme have their place to play. You know, their part to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's nice, and you can. I mean, you can immediately see the important ones. That's you, know, you got the guy mm-hmm. here saying mm-hmm. we'll be back. They just know, but hey, Usopp might have uh, caused some trouble, but Genzo survived. <laughs> and then we get more of Usopp's tricks where he sends off an egg star sending off rotten eggs <laughs> to yeah. slow them down he's like, he's like it worked and then they chase him again Yep. again real threatening situation but absolutely played for comedy yeah Usopp the king <laughs> he, sa- he saved everybody uh, sort of Kind of, yeah. He at least saved yeah. Genzo because I, yeah, yeah I th- they might have been able to keep their cool if Genzo had died. I we don't know, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. ostensibly, Usopp did save the village. He only lost a single house in the deal, which considering yeah. Goza worked out pretty well. Hey, yeah, only one house, you know. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're all kind of picking themselves up, checking on Genzo, and uh, nobody really knows who Usopp was. Until Nami shows yeah. up. Yeah. And immediately everybody just disperses and just leaves her all alone. And yeah, that's actually a detail I didn't notice reading through this the first time. But yeah, like they, they, like she knows, they know. You, you see it on her face. Like there's sort of a, a knowing tragedy to Nami seeing everybody just like shut their doors and just being completely shunned by this village. Yeah. Yeah, and even Nojiko is like, "What are you doing here in broad daylight?" <laughs> She's like, "Wow." <laughs> the the implication being maybe she returns at some point during the night. Yeah, the fact that she probably came out here to check and see if everybody was okay with Arlong's visit. And yep, I, I there's I didn't notice it the first time, but I love that every time Genzo's shown, we have the clack mm-hmm. clack from his pinwheel. Yeah, yeah, there's the sort of a, like a, you you can totally imagine. Um, I don't know if this was the case in the anime, but. Like, this is the kind of scene you could totally see being in complete silence, and then you just have the clack-clack of his, of his pinwheel being the only sound was. you're hearing. Yeah, like, you just, it, it, it has that sort of, like, that sort of weight to it. Yeah, there, it's, it's a <laughs> yeah. mood setter. It's, just, it's one of yeah. those things where that's all you need to see, and it just kind of underlies almost the ridiculousness of it, but also just kind of this like we just maybe almost symbolism like we just need to keep keep turning keep moving yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we can obviously see flowers in nami's hands and she goes to a grave and says seven million berries to go she just says to nojiko it's like yeah i know it's like i know the town hates me but our long understands mon- money he'll be true to our bargain and it won't be long before i have what i need get a hundred million berries whatever it takes and buy the village that smile, like that—that that is the that that genuine smile that we haven't seen from Nami in several chapters. Yeah, it's been a long time, and we've only seen that smile with like Luffy and the others, and that's yeah, that's kind of significant that she had like that shows you how genuine that smile is. Yeah, you get the feeling 
because she says that she wants to buy the village uh, and like you you sort of i feel like you can kind of understand that that feeling is genuine but she's having to like do a bunch of horrible things to get there yeah it's it's been absolutely rough and that would be a good end page to begin with like a good way to like end the chapter but but we got to show how badass Zoro is recovering from wounds only one sword yep and no he has cut down every fish man left in Arlong Park <laughs> and he's sitting in Arlong's chair just like arms behind the back yeah. legs crossed he's chilling he stole one of their shirts <laughs> yeah it's a good look for him he just he's like yeah. st- stealing one of their shirts is like I could walk out of here, but I did promise Luffy I'd bring her back, and she's definitely up to something fishy. (laughs) Again, I I completely forgot this, too, um, before I read this batch, and I was just like, oh, Zoro, my man! Oh, (laughs) it's good to have you back. (laughs) So good. Just just shows how good he is at this moment. Like, It feels like he got a strength boost, considering he struggled against the Meowban brothers. Granted, they yeah. were boosted into somewhat, mm-hmm. somewhat with just one sword. The, the thing with Mihawk was yesterday, right? At least, yeah, yesterday or at least two days ago, something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he's, yeah, he's, one sword still, uh, yeah, yeah, and he just completely flattened that entire place. Unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. But then we get, uh, of course, we got our SBS. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of the SBSs this, this time around aren't too crazy. Yeah, they're pretty goofy. Yeah, a lot of a, a lot of them are kind of goofy. It's just him playing around. You get the fact that he like I do have the fact that it's like he put a little Easter egg towards Fist of the North Star. Yeah, it's a great manga that I was crazy about in elementary school. Do you know it? It's like I'd hope so. Oh. It's like one of the <laughs> premiere. But also, I'm thinking about the content of that manga that he was reading in elementary school. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> you know, guys, their heads exploding. I mean, I I watched um, Fist of the North Star. Um, it was on like like Stars or HBO or something when I was like maybe six or seven. I was not ready for that. No, that's that was, uh, that's yeah, a little rough. That was, yeah, that was a lot of exploding heads. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's a different cartoon. Mm-hmm. That's a very different cartoon. But let's go ahead and move over to chapter seventy three. Monsters of the Grand Line, and I'll I'll just say it: it's weird to see Buggy with his complete body again. Yeah, it's been so long. <laughs> I I love his pose. He knows it has been a twenty six part cover story of him just like broken up in limbs, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's very happy after everything that his crew and his body has been through. He's he's back. <laughs> yeah, he's back. He got his two right hand men. We got the mystery woman. He, this is his hero shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love Buggy so much. What a, what a journey that has been. I mean, the only way you can top ridiculous posing from Buggy is yep. is ridiculous posing from Hotchin as he's fishing yep. with three different fishing poles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his arm arms crossed in very weird ways. I mean, he's, he's an octopus, so... Yeah, it's like, that is, that is yeah, true. Yeah, but still. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's such a blink-and-you-miss-it gag. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, like, I was so mesmerized by it that I kept looking at how he had it set up. Like, Hachan here is such a weird character, but he's so yeah. kind of lovable. He's roasting yeah, yeah. a giant pig next to himself. He mm-hmm. is fishing with three poles. 
he can do a toot and you can see his like teeth out at the edge. So he's able to stretch his teeth out that far. He is a weird yeah. looking guy. This is a weird. Yeah. I, I feel like Odo has just been charging up, waiting to draw a character with multiple limbs. And it's like, I'm going to do so much weird crap with this guy. <laughs> it's like, I can't wait. And he says it's time to eat to this monster underneath the depths and called Moomoo or, or Momu. Uh, yeah. Momu. And uh, it, it scares off a, a tiger shark. Yeah. And I love how uh, Zora's just like, was that a trumpet? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> just that, that panel of him just like, huh? The heck? Again, just, just in the just in the Hawaiian shirt, just relaxing in Arlong's chair. Yeah. <laughs> it's such, a, such a great image. It's like, huh, he has, Momu hasn't shown up yet. He loves his roast pig. Huh, mm-hmm. did he already eat it? Maybe I should eat it. And that's when Zoro shows up. He's like, hey, what's with the trumpet? <laughs> I love Hotch. Hotchon is just so wonderfully stupid. Who are you? I'm yeah. Hotchon, but call me Hachi. Yeah, he's just like, oh, are you are you a guest? Like, uh, and Zoro's like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. You're you're a navy you're a, you a navy man guest? Yeah, sure. Also, love that he says I'm a cuddly octopus fish man. I mean, he's he's got a lot of arms to hug with. That is, a, he's a very huggable character, or he can hug you at the very least. <laughs> And that's when Zoro finds out. I was like, oh, yeah, Arlong's off at Coco Village. Beware, there's some kind of weird, long-known strange, uh, stranger running around. He could just kind of <laughs> tell he's just out of the out of the know. And apparently he doesn't have great hearing because how did he not hear of Zoro slaughtering all the men? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that just happened. Yeah. But, hey, Zoro's able to use this to advantage and get a ride in Hachi's... Pot to yeah, go to Coco Village, a, a strange form of fast travel, but I'll allow it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of dig it. Yeah. I also dig like the weird arrival. Like all of a sudden, we're back with Luffy and Sanji, and it's just like, yeah, it's been a while. A lot has happened. Yosaku is screaming his head off, and uh, Luffy's just like, "What's with him?" And then we get to see Momo. Which... Yep. Just, just a giant sea monster cow. A cow sea monster, and yeah, I love that it's kind of cute. Yeah, he's adorable in a, in a in a sort of cursed way. Yeah, it is cute in the weirdest way. I love it, but it's yeah. also I, I love his thoughts. Huh? No pig, no nope. roast pig here. I love <laughs> this, that the caption calls him a heavy combat beast. This is the creature that caused those heavy lines. Within uh, Gosa Village. Again, that is a good point that Luffy brings up. He says, look at all that beef. Is it beef meat or is it fish meat if you if you ate yeah, Momu? That, that, ah, hmm. <laughs> Hard to tell. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sanji's like, a cow or a hippo? <laughs> uh, I, I love that they're both. They're not really impressed by it. They're just sort of like, eh, eh. Yeah, it's like, oh, wow, look at all that. And, and Yosaku is the one freaking out. It's like, hey, this is a monster from the Grand Line. What's it doing in East <laughs> yeah. Blue? Uh-huh. Yeah. He apparently wants their food. Yeah, he wa- he wants their food and yeah, you don't take Luffy's food. I love the I love the page turn. Come come yeah, pistol just, just smash him in the <laughs> I mean, it's not the first yeah. monster we've seen Luffy punch with a pistol. <laughs> yeah. I, I sort of love the build up of like it being this thing. You see the tracks when we uh, first got to Arlong Park. And knowing as a reader that it's like, oh, this is this huge thing that is like a part of this devastating crew and Luffy just punches it. <laughs> yeah, he just punches it with no problem, which kind of went into my theory when watching this series for the first time. It's like, 
Yeah. Luffy's too strong. Nothing's threatening him. Like there's yeah. like there's hardly ever any like threat when you, Luffy <laughs> can one punch this freaking cow. Yeah. Monster sea monster. <laughs> Though I do love the next panel where you can see still still see his extended fist and how big it is. Oh yeah, man, that perspective. That's yeah. Great. Luffy's just like, "Don't touch my food." And he's like, "Oh no, you just made it mad." And I was like, "I'll punch it again." And then we get Sanji's character. It's like, "Hey, don't attack it. It's probably injured <laughs> and can't forge it for itself. It must be it yep. here. We you can't leave a starving creature. Eat yep. up." We do get to see its teeth, and that is whew, that is scary. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then another page turn, and Sanji just kicks the crap out of it. I cracked up so hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I died laughing at this part just because it's. He it seems like he's being so generous, so yeah, kind. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to eat me with the food. Yeah, Yusaku was like, "What did you do that for?" It's like he tried to, as you said, he tried to eat me along with the food. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I just, it just, the simple situation has just devolved into chaos so quickly. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's funny how the chaos follows when it's with Sanji and Luffy. Yep, yep. And we get a proper demonstration of what Sanji's capable of and one of his signature moves, the collier yep. coup, where he kicks yep. him right in the neck and just yeah, calls Sanji's him a stupid kicks look so painful. Oh, God. The way his neck yeah. bends, like it's amazing. Yeah, the way it, just, it like bends at an angle. Just, <laughs> yep. It's 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 nuts. It yep. also says to me, like, okay, I know Sanji was injured at the time, yep. But he just took down a monster from the Grand Grand Line with not much trouble. Would Krieg's pirates have been fine in the Grand Line if they just hadn't come across Mihawk, especially with Gein on the side? <laughs> I think the um the, the thing they wanted to establish back then was that the, sort of anything can happen. I guess that is the big point of that. It's like you don't know what yeah. could happen. Like they might even be strong enough because I don't know if Gein can, in a fight where Sanji's at his best, could have taken Sanji. I bet Pearl could have taken Momu. I, I, I have no argument to back that up, but I just yeah. wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, they they defeat Momu. And, and they're just eating. like, moving on. <laughs> I love how Yosaku is like, these guys are crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. In that amount of time, Zoro is able to arrive and off goes Hachi. I do love, uh, I don't think we've established Zoro's like getting lost gag yet. He seems to be able to like follow di- like proper directions from Hachi. Yeah, he, he definitely lucks into a lot of locations. At this yeah. point, I I also like to play on words. It's like that Saul nose is around somewhere, so I better find our long nose. Yeah, <laughs> and I think what I love most about this is it's the positioning. How each character's position is kind of getting shuffled. Everyone's constantly changing. Yeah, and they're nobody's quite meeting up. Nobody's have nobody's coalesced yet, and yep, yep. it's all been kind of separated as everybody tries to just locate each other, and things happen. Arlong is no longer in Coco Village, is already upset and comes back to all all those remaining men cut up. I love that he's, he's like carrying one of them in his arms and he's like, no! <laughs> At least he cares for his crew. That's the first time we've seen a pirate captain care for... Yeah. Well, I guess other than... Well, kind of Buggy. Buggy did blow up that one guy, but <laughs> my care is... it's it's. It's a weird thing, but yeah. He he cares just because they're all superior to humans. Yeah, that's that is why he <laughs> does care. Yeah, it's true. And that's that's when he learns is like Zoro, the pirate hunters come from my head. Oh yeah, it's like, we brought him. 
He was our captive. <laughs> what a turn of events. I know. They just, they were like, we accidentally brought the pirate hunter. <laughs> to us, and we had no idea. <laughs> Unfortunately, they did capture Usopp. Usopp wasn't yep. quite fast enough. This guy like, likes to go smack. Mm-hmm. He got these got big kissing lips. Yep. And he's like, well, uh, you want to cut Usopp's throat? It'll cheer you up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure if yeah. I'm in enough mood. Like, <laughs> Us- Usopp's quick to just like, okay, all right. You, you know, you, you're not in the mood for killing. Bye. That's, that's fine. I'll leave. That's, I'll, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> if we get this other guy, this this Manta Man. I, 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 I do forget his name. We do get it later, but I was like, I can't yeah. remember these guys' names. And the Manta Man is like, hmm, maybe Nami smuggled Zoro in here just to take your head. Yeah. And everybody's like, hmm, her strange attitude was strange, and she did save him. It, it's interesting that there is, um, we, we do sort of get like a, not all of the fishmen are kind of on the same page here, because we have the Manta Ray guy who's like the most mistrusting of, of Nami and her actions. It's just like something. Something is suspicious here. Like I'm. Gl- I'm glad that there's sort of like one of these antagonists is kind of putting two and two together. Arlong seems to have competent underlings. Yeah. He, he, Hachi, he take her leave. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get the Hachi soon enough. But yeah, that Nami arrives just in time to like, hey, how dare you accuse me? It is interesting from her perspective how much she's trying to balance here. Like yeah. she's. Going for this goal of 100 million, she only needs 8 million more. And Usopp and Zoro are causing her nothing but kind, problems. Kind of ruining everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, she, she has this whole plan in her head and is just constantly being like, ah, oh, not again. Constantly on her toes trying to convince them that she's with them. It's like, And she says here, eight years ago, I sealed my loyalty with this tattoo. And I've almost mm-hmm. gotten the, to the agreed upon mount. So I wouldn't do anything to ruin this now. Yeah. Arlong is like, you know, all right, forgive me. Sorry I mistrusted you. We just got a bit excited. Of course we trust you. He's a benevolent gang boss. Yeah. Now let's kill this guy and Zora. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and again, that, that tapping of, of Nami is like, oh, God, how do I get out of this? Not again. And we just leave with Zoro realizing that Arlong is already gone. Usopp's been yep. captured. And <laughs> Luffy and... Sanji have captured Momu. <laughs> yeah. And is getting taken to Arlong Park. So good. It's it's so dumb, but it works <laughs> so well. Once again, we got more SBS. It is just nonsense, I guess. It's yeah, sort of the, mostly yeah. nonsense. Yeah. There's really not a whole lot to say, but eh, it's fine enough. There's plenty of other things to talk about because we're up to chapter 74 business. <laughs> now uh it's the revenge revenge of buggy and his crew on the cover page yeah and we get his uh, his chop chop parade back where his all of his limbs are taking out the cannibals we yep. see uh moji and kabaji working together with their kicks and we get this mystery <laughs> one pointing a gun at them <laughs> one of the cannibals face like yep we still don't exactly know what she's capable of but I mean, yeah, she's, yeah she's been here this whole time she just exudes confidence, but I also love the other pirates just like in love, like Richie with hard eyes, like yay. yeah, Richie in the background, like yeah, go top four. It, it's funny to like Buggy kind of to kind of have like his last minute hero save moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the, the hero of his own story. About. Yeah. <laughs> in the chapter itself, we find out that you know once again that Arlong's bounty is. 20 million berries, the highest mm. in East Blue. So, Ooh. 
something I've I've noticed, and you know, we'll we'll definitely get to as time goes on, is wanted posters, the bounty bounties on pirates' heads, are kind of kind of mark their power level. Yeah, they're they're sort of they are power levels from the perspective the specific perspective of the navy is an important delineation. I think they're they are not straight Dragon Ball power levels, but they are, I think, even even sort of the characters in-universe kind of treat them as such. Or, or like something like, oh, my bounty's this high. Like, it, you know, it's something to be proud of. Yeah. if you, The higher your bounty, the more dangerous you are. Yeah, yeah. And at least to the Navy's perspective. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting way to handle it, where you, you don't have to go into the you know, specifics and worry yeah. about power levels. It's just like, from this perspective, this is who the strongest is, according to the, these people. And I actually have some comments for the, the Navy as we go along. Uh, oh, I forget if it's this oh, chapter right, yeah. or the next, but yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to find out where Zoro is hiding. I, I do wonder, he said, he, Arlong says he slaughtered my men. Did mm-hmm. Zoro kill all these guys, or they just cut sort of... Not not unconscious. I feel like they're probably just unconscious. Like yeah, uh, yeah. One was talking, so I feel like they're not all dead. But mm-hmm. yeah, they're just defeated. I, I'm kind of loving Usopp's approach to interrogation. Oh <laughs> in yeah, the scene where he yeah he's just like I don't have anything to do with it with, with Zoro. I was like oh uh, Zoro's my friend. If you touch me, you'll be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh so if I kill you, Zoro will come here. No, you shouldn't kill me. If you keep me alive, <laughs> then he'll come to save me. In fact, if you kill me, Zoro will never come here. <laughs> yeah, he's just saying whatever will save his skin. <laughs> yeah, really. Really is, and we we do get this back and forth between this Manta Man and, and Nami, where she just realizes, like, okay, I have to allay their suspicions, or also kill me too. So, mm-hmm. how do I do this? And Usopp just starts laying into it for no apparent reason. It's just like you disgust yeah. me. <laughs> I do like, you know, he's he's laying down even after you fled. Luffy still believed in you. Yeah, he trusts you completely even now. How could you deceive a guy like that? And that's when she gets to play her cool, like, badass look and do, like, the only thing I believe in is money. Mm-hmm. And that's enough, enough to upset Usopp. But then Hachi yeah. returns. Yeah, Hachi's back. Uh, he, he's, we got to get Hachi caught up because a lot's happened. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, if you'd been here, you might have stopped him long, long times. Where have you been? Yeah. Hachi's just like, I'd never let anyone kill my mates. I have scuppered that pirate hunter. Then you didn't see Zoro? <laughs> No, I only saw someone who, uh, the only one I saw was a swordsman I didn't know. Oh, wait, that was him. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's, the, he's the slow one of the group. <laughs> yeah, Oda likes himself an idiot, and... Yeah, yeah, lo- lovable idiot. Yeah, is Hachi our most lovable idiot at this point? I think so. I, th- I think so, he is... There's, there's, there's something so wholesome about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing. He does come across as kind of wholesome in the in the grand scheme of thing in the in comparison yeah, to a lot is, of these others. Yeah, it, it's in strong contrast to the like horrible gang boss of, of the Arlong pirate crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, well, I took him to Coco Village because, you know, he was looking for you. And it's like, well, and Arlong's like, just call him. It's like, okay, there's no need to look for him. I, he's looking for me. I'll just yeah, wait he'll be, here. He'll be here. Uh-huh. Don't need to do anything. And Nami, you can get more of Nami's thoughts where it's just, I've got to get these people out of the way. Just unprompted. Yeah. Out of nowhere, unprompted, just smashes Usopp's face with her... her like staff thing. Sta- yeah, staff. Which she pulls out of her shirt. 
I'm not sure where she was stashing those. I don't don't think about it too hard. <laughs> yeah, you really really shouldn't stash it too hard because yeah they did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking of that shirt, just to, again for the, for the despite the fact that the way that shirt's designed, kind of modest all things considered. <laughs> yeah, Oda hasn't gone full fan service with Nami yet, and I, I I feel like it would be in poor taste with this story. Yeah, it's it's very good with especially yeah. just how tense things are for her and yeah the, the, this being essentially her origin since this was her home village yeah yeah having constant like look at my cleavage type stuff it's like yeah 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 her, her portrayal is handled with a lot of care that i wish it still was but <laughs> that yeah. is that is a conversation for another day <laughs> she does kind of lay it out it's like you're in the way you shouldn't have attacked them and my mistake that i brought you here but I can't let you ruin eight years of work, so I'm going to be mm-hmm. the one to eliminate you. Yeah, that that face, she looks ready to kill. Oh, yeah. We got a fight between Usopp and Nami. Yeah. And he, he puts, puts down a, a smoke bomb, and she knows what he's going to do. Smacks him again, another hard hit, and then stabs him. Yeah, oof. And that just, like, just... She has... Uh, man, I don't know. Seeing Seeing this one again is just, like... Yeah, yeah. It, it it catches you completely off guard because if she wanted yeah. to and she wanted to like play play the fool, actually let him go, yeah, she could just let him escape during the smoke bomb. Yeah, but you can sort of see like her mindset in the scene is just like I got to get rid of these guys. Like every everything's going to hell. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know okay need to get to my goal. So yeah, so sorry, Usopp's got to die. <laughs> Usopp, you got to die. Yep, and that's enough. Everybody's everybody's convinced, except for the Manta Man, who just still goes. Humph. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone's like, ah, oh, you, you're an indispensable part of the our long pirate crew. And then Johnny out of nowhere to witness this has apparently been watching this whole time. Yeah, I guess so. And then she just kicks Usopp's corpse into the uh, sea and mm-hmm. uh, has a little blood on her cheek and just heartless eyes. There's the witch. Yeah, that that's about. another good. Like that's a cold cold facial expression Mm -hmm. she is just done with all of this oh yeah she you can tell because she is again she is so close yeah and she said i I have no team i to earn a hundred million berries and buy back the village this is just business Mm -hmm. and again manta man showing how clever he is yeah (laughs) wondered why suspicious one (laughs) why you were so interested in the, the village until i found this Found, he found an old treasure map and the X is on Coco mm-hmm. Village. So he wants to, she's like, ah, she wants to buy it so she can find this treasure. Yeah. I don't actually know how this plays into things later. Like, I, I completely forgot about this treasure map. If, if only, like, I, I think I know, I think we saw what it was referring to. Like, my, my assumption was that it was the grave uh, that she was at at the end of a couple chapters ago. It might. But I'm not, I think... I'm not entirely sure. And I don't know if this comes up again. I it might it might come up again, but I don't remember exactly how. But I feel mm-hmm. like it does. I I, I feel like there's yeah. an explanation. Although I do find it funny that the island kind of looks like Australia a little bit. <laughs> it kind of does. I don't know what's up with that. I mean, it's kind of easy to reference. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but, but, but whatever it is referring to, like you can see, like Nami's clearly upset. <laughs> oh yeah, she's definitely upset. But it's also it is an impressive looking map. It's the first map we've yeah. seen, but there's you know the topography in there. It, it's it's well done, and all the all the pirates are just like, all right, hey, mountain of tr- hidden treasure, mountain of gold. 
let's do it. And Arlong's like, nope, give it back. It belongs to her. Arlong is like, I'm not going to go back on my deal. I'd slit my belly before I'd break a promise. Yeah, he, That's the, he's yeah. being established as very benevolent toward Nami. It's just doing business. She just sort of smiles like, that's the Arlong I know. Like, she just feels like, I, I know him. It's I know mm-hmm. how he works, so I'm just going to do this. And you get to see the, once again, the knife and just how... Yeah, the bloody knife. Just, oh, God. Just, yeah. He bled so much, it's all over her hand. Mm-hmm. Ar- you can just tell how much Arlong kind of appreciates and... Uh, not respect, but just... Like, it kind of has has, has, a, uh, has a trust. Yeah. Definitely yeah. has the trust. And uh, we get back to Johnny. He's like, I gotta, I gotta tell them that she is a, she is a witch. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, at this moment, they can see Arlong Park, Luffy and Sanji. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the, the, don't give. They're just about to that, crash into it. Yeah, I love that she just he, Sanji just keeps calling this thing a hippo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't give out yet. Yeah, but it actually avoids Arlong Park and goes goes to the right, and they're going to crash into the shore, yeah. and they hear the, uh, you just hear this big crash with the three of them, and Zoro is just like, "What was that?" And that's yeah. the end oh, of the good. chapter. <laughs> it's it's a different chapter again, just putting everybody in there, and I was I'm like I'm debating myself like, do I want to talk about a certain thing or not concerning mm-hmm. that chapter? And I feel like not, even though I feel like most people reading this kind of know what i'm gonna get gonna get at but yeah with just I, the I think fact we can so cross many that chapters, bridge when we get there yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there is there, there there is that aspect to things as we go along of just kind of knowing where things are going yeah even if you're not familiar with the with the story up to this point it's you kind of know if you've seen things yeah It'll be fun to see it play out. Now, I did want to call out some of the SBS stuff here. One is mm-hmm. I love how Oda took the extra time to draw how flintlocks work and yeah. kind of demonstrate those, which is probably important for the Japanese audience who don't really know guns. Yeah. I, I love the detail that like, he says that the flintlocks are, are supposed to, like, you know, they have to be re- reloaded after every shot. But in the world of One Piece, they've been modified to shoot multiple times. That's cool. The other SBS I really like is... Uh, the other question is somebody tried to crack a joke is like, how many fat fats is Alvita's fatness? And he just says, get out of here. <laughs> it's like uh, the, the fact that he even chose to reply to that. Yeah. He, he specifically wanted to call it out. Yeah. It's like, yeah, don't, don't make, don't body shame. Good on him. Yep, definitely. But that brings us to our final chapter of the set. Chapter 75 of Maps and Fishmen, where we get the final episode of Buggy's crew after the battle. Oh, Captain, my oh, captain. captain, my captain. Yes. Buggy kicking over his own grave. Moji and Kabaji celebrating and crying yeah. in each other's arms. He's Buggy back. triumphant. His crew celebrating. This mystery woman smiling over him. He has Nothing. come back and is stronger than ever. Maybe. Nothing can bring down Captain Buggy. <laughs> he is unstoppable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes our first chapter to chapter story. Yeah. Oh, man. These are... Uh, I actually, in my initial read-through of One Piece, I never actually paid attention to these that much. Like, I sort of knew... I, I knew that they were there, and I would sort of, like, poke at them every now and again, but I would mostly ignore them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's been really fun. Like, okay, I'm actually paying attention to, like, track down the point A to B of the story, and it's kind of great. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just how they survived after Luffy beat them and 
Yeah. And Buggy got his body back. <laughs> yeah, which I, I think is a common occurrence in the cover stories is that they are they are often about like, hey, what what were they up to? You know? Yeah. It, they're, it they're, makes so, it fun. they're side stories. <laughs> and I'm not sure how long it'll be in, until the next one starts, but I do, I do know we get a bit of a break. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before that. And uh, yeah, get into the chapter itself and we, we get Momu crashing into the side of the island Sending yep. the boat flying into the air. Yeah. <laughs> and poor... Or he poor, sinks. Yeah, poor Momu just completely knocked out against the wall. And yep. yeah, just sinks down as they fly into the air. It's, it's You feel, kind of feel bad for it at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. He, he's just been used by, by Luffy and Sanji. <laughs> All he wanted was some food. If he didn't yep. get greedy and try to eat Sanji too, he would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're they're crashing into the ground. They're still going along through the trees, and Zoro's just wondering if a bomb hit the island. But you can. Yep. He's still going. He's still going to Arlong Park, and he's it's in visual distance. You can see Arlong Park right there. Yeah. Just as he's about crossing the line, here comes Luffy's boat, crashing yep. right into him and sending into like <laughs> a series of rice far, rice paddy farms. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I just... Just complete chaos. I love it. <laughs> Luffy's fine. Sanji's fine. Zoro's bleeding a little bit. Yosaku's yep. knocked, knocked out. And Luffy's like, what? we came to bring back Dami. You haven't found her yet? What you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, things quickly shift from, from comedy to tragedy. As, yeah. Uh, Johnny shows got, back up. Yeah. Just to say, Usopp's dead. Killed by Sister Nami. And you get that shocked face. And the thing is. Yeah. From everybody. It. Immediately shifts from away from these guys. You get that big revelation, and then they just let it hang there. Yep. And and instead we switch focus back to Coco Village, and they're expecting that the the fact that Momu took out a chunk of the shoreline it hit that hard. <laughs> yeah, like what? What was that? <laughs> and then they spot a navy ship. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, the government sent it to Goza. It's coming to fetch us because the surviving village elder elders managed to get a message to the government. And these guys are ostensibly on a rescue mission. Mm-hmm. What do they decide to do? Attack Arlong. Yeah. Oh boy. Yep. Oh, oh, I, I love how casually they approach this to uh, Arlong. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, a new guy. Like he's he he's used to government corruption. He's like, oh, okay. He's he's not used to how we operate over here. No, we got this Commodore poor and per. Purin Purin, which, what is that a reference? I'm, I, do you know that one? I'm not sure what Purin Purin, Purin is. I, I, I think, I think Purin is supposed to be like pudding, but I don't, uh, when we see him later, I don't know how that reflects his character design at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure because they do keep him hidden for quite a while. Yeah. But yeah, as you said, Arlong just doesn't care. It's like, oh, it's a new face. Uh, go parlay with him and say, says if he doesn't pay two million, kill him. And... Mm-hmm. Another demonstration of Arlong's power. They fire a cannonball, lands directly towards Arlong, and he just bites it. Yeah, he just crushes I, it. I, I gotta say, I have been loving how much they are establishing like the the different kind of threat that Arlong is. Like he yeah. hasn't he hasn't been in a fight. Like it has all just been like naturally through the story we're understanding as a reader that like this villain like he means business on a level beyond uh no no tricks no it's just raw raw strength build up of weapons or anything like this it is just yeah it's the opposite of don krieg it's it's a threat that it shows that night that even 
you don't have to have a devil fruit to still be a major threat on the yeah, grand line. Yeah, he's he's just built different. <laughs> yeah. And I do love the idea like there's something cool about this. Mm-hmm. So about the parlay. Just spits out the cannonball. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yep. And they're like, all right, uh, go into battle. Yep. And they're like, ah, we don't need everybody for just this thing. It's just a bit of trash. We finally learned the names other than Hachi. We got mm-hmm. Chu, the kisser fish man, uh, who's an, uh, another officer. The, again, these guys aren't first mates. Hachi's the first mate. Yeah. And then Karubi, the ray fish man. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the other pirates are like yeah there's those navy guys they're, are not gonna last they're done. three minutes yep they're like <laughs> i love that the, the the marines are basically just like yeah where's the kaboom they're supposed to be a, <laughs> yeah, what happened <laughs> they're supposed to be a kaboom <laughs> <laughs> also this was you know 97 98 or yeah. 98 99 around this point when uh, it was coming out mm. I feel like uh, by the time it was get, getting translated, this is a South Park reference to say them respect our authority. <laughs> oh, re- <laughs> it has to be. I, I that completely went over my head. <laughs> I, it was such a big thing at that time. I feel like it, it. It might not be, but it's just it's the time frames match up. Yeah, that's so. funny. <laughs> I love this show of power. We, we've been seeing what Arlong. The rest of this of. chapter is basically just like a whole curb stomp. Yeah. It, it yeah. totally is. And it, I mean, we've, we've seen Kuro, well, not seen him, but we saw the aftermath of Kuro taken out. But this is feel like another level of taking yeah, out a, just, a Navy ship. Yeah. I, I love, like, like Chu, like, he just straight up dives from underwater and just, like, stabs a guy with water. Can- like, he spits a guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, his mouth is a pressurized water cannon and punctures yeah. a guy. <laughs> and <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> we see Purin Purin. Yep. And look at this guy is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I, I love that he does the whole like he does the whole speech like we are an elite fighting unit, blah, blah, blah. And just gets, you know, blah, <laughs> shot in the chest mid speech. That's that's how you know they're pirates. <laughs> yeah. No, no speeches. That's that's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I got to say up to this point, everything we've seen of the Marines other than Kobe and the Marines that take over after Morgan was defeated, yeah, every Marine kind of has been corrupt or ineffectual. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's not really been a, a nice painting of the. Uh, yeah, they're not much of a threat. Yeah, the the uh, essentially the government body. So, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. We'll we'll get there, but it's it's, it's <laughs> interesting how they've kind of introduced it. Yeah, yeah. This early on, they are just like. They are the joke. It might explain, like, honestly, it might tie into the fact that East Blue is considered the weakest, that we can just send the weakest of the Marines to Yeah, that's true. If they're just like, this. well, yeah, we just, you know, send send your worst men here and they'll just, they'll keep an eye on it or whatever. Yeah. Like they're, or, they're, or just take money from pirates. Yeah, they're good. Just, but, you know, just put them here. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Chu here taking out the, uh, the, the men on board. We yep. got Karubi. Removing the rudder. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he just ripped it off, apparently. Which is impressive on its own. And then we see why Hachi's the first mate. Yeah. Moves that huge rock, this reef. Yeah, he is just apparently just like, like one, what? Yeah. <laughs> and secondly, he's just like. <laughs> Unbelievably strong. Yeah. Yeah. And. We get a punch in the, the ship. We get then just using the, the knowledge of the seas. Take a big yeah. reef, put in a strong current, 
and they they create a maelstrom that sucks down the ship. Just like it's ordinary business, basically. They're like, oh yeah, we we've done this a thousand times. Oh know? yeah, yeah. And I yeah, these marines are dead. Yeah, uh, yeah. They they've just yeah sunk ship, and then you you. I feel like just that shot of everybody in Coco Village, like you know, they're coming to rescue us, and like it just. Yeah. It's hopeless. <laughs> yeah. You get to see why Nojiko has been like this and you just got to endure. It. And it's just like there is there is no hope. We just yeah. have to endure no matter what happens, because otherwise we're dead. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, who knows? Maybe these guys could have rescued the survivors of Gosa Village. But instead, yeah. they needed to, they felt the need to actually fight the, the fight Arlong, and you just don't fight Arlong. That's that was, sort of the lesson that's been mis- hammered into our heads in yeah. these five chapters. Mistakes were made. <laughs> oh yeah, we get them coming back, and we get to see why. It's not that they're that they're because they're fishermen that they need to do that with the, the maelstrom. It's because mm-hmm. of Nami. Yeah, she's you know because of her maps. And their abilities, they are just kind of invincible because yeah, of Yeah, that's kind of a, a detail that I glossed over, but that's a really, it's a really cool way to establish, like, the kind of, the, the ways in which she is a core part of this crew and, like, kind of how her knowledge is enabling them to do horrible things. Yeah. And we we get this thing, it's like, man, it'll suck when she's not with us anymore. Mm-hmm. And Arlong's just, again, is like, I'll die before I break my word. And then it's almost like he has an idea. Yeah, he's just uh, eh. yeah. But that's that's it for the fishmen for now. Instead, we go back to Luffy, who seems to be actually actively like yanking on Johnny at this point because yeah, yeah, he just can't believe it. There is no way that Nami would kill Usopp because she's our shipmate. That is such a strong, su- such. I mean, we we saw Usopp talk about it earlier, but like just. He is so he, he. It feels like Luffy is so confident in the quality of Nami's character, like like without even hesitation. Like she would never do that. Yeah, yeah that is that is the depth of his trust. This is the same face he made when yep. Zoro got cut by Mihawk. Yeah, yeah. He's when you're you're on the crew, you know, you're Nakama for life. Like, yeah, yeah. This when I was watching my original fan subs by uh, Kaizuku, yeah. this is when you they they really hammered in the the, yeah, uh, the Nakama. Yeah. Man, what a way to end where it's just like Usopp apparently dead. Things very hopeless for Coco Village. Luffy finally on the scene. And then Nami shows up to confront them. And that's where the chapter ends. Yep. They leave us hanging <laughs> was, at that. I was so upset. Uh, it's just <laughs> oh, man. It's just awful. <laughs> I want more. Yeah. It's, it, it's why it becomes so bingeable uh, at this point. Yeah. You just don't want to yeah. stop. Woo! Uh, and again, the only SBS we get is the fact that Full Body's name comes from Full Body Wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cute. There is that, but man, again, it is a different flavor from the Baratier. Yeah, this arc has just like it, it. We're still in the setup phase for everything. Like we're establishing all of the different like factions and perspectives and stuff. But it's so tightly paced it's so gripping mm-hmm. you just you just want to see what happens next like it, it's i don't know if it, it, it's it setting totally up but like it's maintaining a... interest the entire time it's not it's not doing yeah. it by having just outright insanity at all moments he literally had to toss in a different threat yeah. to extend the bratier if you were just fighting krieg <laughs> yeah. 
you yeah. know, be a little different. But again, it, that show of power that 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 does give Baratier its 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 flavor. But we mm-hmm. don't need that for the for Arlong Park so far. Yeah, it it really is just straight up like Arlong is stronger than anything that you've encountered up to this point. Like <laughs> that's just it, and it, yeah. it's a lot of establishing that just like this this is a gang boss that is like taken over an entire village with like raw power and corruption Mm -hmm. yeah but now we have luffy in the mix and luffy always throws things off so oh yeah how he does it we'll have to wait till next time but with that i believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 71 to 75 of one piece thank you so much for listening and you can find more of my ramblings and stream vods over at bitnerd games on youtube or bitnerd with an underscore at the end on twitter brandon what about you where can they find you at I'm at Brendan Bovia on Twitter, talking about anime manga games and my job. That's the pitch. <laughs> Usual, yeah, he's got the pitch out there. We got, as always, check him out. Good times yeah. uh, all around. And if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss discuss chapters 76 to 80 of One Piece. Until then, my friends. Remember to take life one piece at a time. Keep your end of the deal, and I'll have those berries soon. Yes, of course. I'd rather cut my stomach open and die than break a promise concerning money. That's the kind of man I am. Glad to hear it, Arlong. You know the score. She gives me the creeps. <laughs> oh, what a great woman she's become.